0: A woodcutter, asleep by the bowl of a tree half felled half a century before and now grown into an arch, opened his mouth as the queen and the dwarfs passed and said, My, what an unusual naming day present that must have been. Three bandits, asleep in the middle of what remained of the trail Their limbs crooked as if they had fallen asleep while hiding in a tree above And had tumbled without waking to the ground below Said in unison, without waking Will you bring me roses? One of them, a huge man, fat as a bear in autumn Seized the queen's ankle as she came close to him The smallest dwarf did not even hesitate. He lopped the hand off with his hand axe and the queen pulled the man's fingers away one by one until the hand fell on the leaf mould. Bring me roses, said the three bandits as they slept with one voice while the blood oozed indolently onto the ground from the stump of the fat man's arm. I would be so happy if only you would bring me roses. They felt the castle long before they saw it. Felt it as a wave of sleep that pushed them away. If they walked towards it, their heads fogged, their minds frayed, their spirits fell, their thoughts clouded. The moment they turned away, they woke up into the world, felt brighter, saner, wiser. The queen and the dwarfs pushed deeper into the mental fog. Sometimes, a dwarf would yawn and stumble. Each time, the other dwarfs would take him by the arms and march him forward, struggling and muttering until his mind returned. The queen stayed awake although the forest was filled with people she knew could not be there. They walked beside her on the path. Sometimes they spoke to her. Let us now discuss how diplomacy is affected by matters of natural philosophy, said her father. My sisters ruled the world, said her stepmother, dragging her iron shoes along the forest path. They glowed a dull orange, yet none of the dry leaves burned where the shoes touched them. The mortal folk rose up against us. They cast us down. And so we waited, in crevices, in places they do not see us. And now they adore me. Even you, my stepdaughter. Even you, adore. Adore (laughs) me. You are so beautiful, said her mother, who had died so very long ago. Like a crimson rose in the fallen snow. Sometimes wolves ran beside them pounding dust and leaves up from the forest floor, although the passage of the wolves did not disturb the huge cobwebs that hung like veils across the path. Also, sometimes the wolves ran through the trunks of trees and off into the darkness. The queen liked the wolves and was sad when one of the dwarfs began shouting, saying that the spiders were bigger than pigs, and the wolves vanished from her head and from the world. It was not so. They were only spiders of a regular size, used to spinning their webs undisturbed by time and by travellers.